It starts with you. How are you aligning with the very things you want? You want more love? You want more abundance? You want more forgiveness? You want more healing? You. It starts with you. It starts with your mind. It starts with how you are being as an energetic being, spiritual energetic being. Are you working through things in you that allow you to align vibrationally to the very things that you want more of in life? So if you are feeding energetically and entertaining certain things in your life that are not for you, that are not healthy for you, you're entertaining all sorts of things, you are communicating to the universe what it is you want more of. You are communicating out, outside of you, all of these things. The people that you are around, we emotionally connect with people. We don't, we, you may not know it. You may not know that consciously, but unconsciously we connect with our traumas. So if you're not doing the work to put yourself in check, to heal from trauma, to heal from whatever it is, okay. Abandonment, um, all sorts of shame, guilt, all of the things you're not healing. Whoa. You're going to attract energetically other unhealed things, unhealed people, for, let's just put it that way. You're going to attract the parts of the world that speak to your unhealed parts. Welcome to another episode of the Fueled by Gratitude podcast. I am your host, Victoria Dumay, and if you are new to the podcast, welcome. Fueled by Gratitude podcast has the pleasure of interviewing and having raw, authentic conversations with amazing guest speakers who are entrepreneurs, coaches, business professionals, and everyday amazing human beings. Each individual is here to share their testimonies and principles to living a life in which you are not just surviving, but a life in which you are thriving in. And today's episode, I am going to talk about the algorithm of life and how I believe there is an algorithm structure to what we are getting back in life and how we have a lot more control and understanding the algorithm of life and how we play a big role in the things that we are receiving more of in life or what we may not be receiving in life. And so enjoy today's podcast where I just kind of rant about the algorithms of life. I hope it's a blessing to you, as I always hope every episode is. And I would love to hear feedback on, you know, the podcast and your thoughts on this. Join the Mad Women's Group as well, where we elaborate and, and continue the conversation. Welcome again to another episode of Fueled by Gratitude. I'm your host, Victoria, and today we are going to talk about a concept that I'm calling the algorithms of life. (laughs) And if you are at all versed in what social media algorithms are like, whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, whatever your social media you know, platform is that you use, all of them have algorithms. So social media algorithms basically are like the AI intelligence, right, behind the scenes that figures out and gathers information 
on what to show you and what you are doing with the content it's showing you, whether it's going to keep showing you that content or show it to others. If you're running a business on social media, you're going to want to know algorithms, right? You're going to want to know how algorithms work because if you want your content to show up in the news feeds of your I, you know, your um, ideal niche or ideal customers, you want to make sure that you work the algorithm system well and you understand the algorithm, whether it's about the content, the video, or the images you're using, the words you're using, the hashtag you're using, how you're marketing the content, the times of the day, all of that plays into how your content is going to be distributed, shown, and how it may be able to create a really great return, right, for you as a customer. I'm sorry, as a business, and if it's attracting the right customers. But just like algorithms are something that you want to learn um, if you're a business, most people need to also understand how algorithms work on their behalf. So if you are getting content, you know, on social media, and at this point, it's not even on social media, it could just be on any, you know, internet, internet platform, you want to pay attention to, you know, why you may be receiving this content. At this point, it is not a surprise that if you are Googling something, if you are searching something on Amazon, if you're on the internet, even if you are texting something about a topic or a vacation or a situation, there's probably a 99.9% chance you've already seen this happen, that you will start to see an ad on your you know, Instagram or your social media and your stories in, I mean, for goodness sakes, just in your internet searches <laughs> or your in, in any internet platform, again, you'll start to see these ads pop up. You may even, for some of you, have started and gotten text spams on things that you have been searching or Googling. So it's kind of like, a you know, you, you might think like, this is crazy. And we all have these conversations. I've had many conversations with friends and family about, you know, it's the, you know, Alexa, if you you have one um, is listening to you, you know, your Echo Dot is listening to you, your phone's listening to you. Um, you know, we definitely already know this is no surprise. Like you are either um, a present aware of how, how this works or you're living under a rock, right? Because I have yet to meet someone who owns a smartphone, who is on social media, who is on the internet and has not had that experience, right, of having an ad pop up on something they recently either talked about, texted about, or did a search on. So algorithms are are a thing. It, it's working in many ways. But most importantly, how I want to, you know, proceed in taking this example of how algorithms work, because I want to show you how this works in your life outside of social media. I'm going to use this analogy about how algorithms, if you can understand how algorithms work in social media, right? And in what information is getting, you know, sent to you, right? And how you're playing a role. Because see, every single time you watch a video, the algorithms already, the AI behind it is already in in the works, right? It's saying, oh, you know, Victoria watched this video for 30 seconds, 45 seconds. She is intrigued. She is interested in what this video is. And then what it'll do is that video um, now starts to track 
other video, well, the algorithm, let's say the the AI behind it, the artificial intelligence behind it, starts to n- notice what content that video was about, maybe some hashtags, maybe some words, the um, captions used for that, and it'll um, link other videos that were similar, and then the next time I'm on social media, it will show me that video because it gathered some information about what I was watching. Now, it goes even deeper if you like and comment, if you have an interaction with that video, with the song, whatever it is, or with a post, okay? It, again, is gathering more information about me based on my interaction with that post, right? And then it's gathering, again, more intelligence to say, okay, let's send her more of this content. If I am purchasing through ads, if I am watching stories and I see an ad and I click on, you know, more info, the next ad I'm going to get is either that same company or a similar company that based on the information I am feeding, right, the system, feeding this artificial intelligence algorithm system, I'm going to keep it super simple, that based on the information I am feeding it, it is taking that information by my interactions, by how long I stay on a post, by how long I read a post or watch a video. I don't even necessarily always have to even interact. Now, interactions have more power. We're going to talk about this later on. Interactions like a comment, an engagement, and a, a like, a heart. Those interactions, a share. Now, that even gets deeper. You share something that's even like next level interaction. Those definitely gives more information to the algorithm AI than just maybe staring at a post and reading it. But it's still paying attention to what you did with a post. It knows how long you stayed at a post, even without an interaction. It's collecting that information. She's watching the video. So she still likes something about it. So it keeps collecting information more and more. So we, as consumers, are constantly feeding this system of of what it is we like and want more of. So if you are getting ads or if you're getting certain types of videos in a certain type of category, it is it is it's it's building it based on what you have fed into the system. It's building that content for you based on your interactions, how long you've read a post, and your searches. Your searches that you do on the internet, whether it's on a social media platform or Google or Amazon, whatever else you use, it is paying attention down to your text messages as well, your emails. Don't don't be in denial and live under a rock thinking that, that not all the parts of your you know, social interactions are not being tracked. It's being tracked. Uh, There are keywords that are being tracked through our phones and if we have other devices in our houses. So based on what you search, based on your text, emails, all of these things, especially what you're doing on social media, whatever posts, um, whatever platform you're on, it's gathering information. If you are doing searches, it knows what you are searching. It knows the content that you are liking. And so it's going to give you more of that. So the algorithm is genius. The algorithm is smart. It's giving you what you want. It's saying, oh, you like this. Let me give you more of that. You looks like you need this or you lack this. I'm going to give you more of that. So 
like me for on TikTok, I have a lot of friends that are saying, oh my gosh, do you follow this person? Oh my goodness, do you, have you seen this? And most of the time I've never heard of like, let's say someone that they watch if it's not within the content that I'm normally consuming and liking and interacting with. My algorithm on TikTok is pretty much all mindset, metaphysical stuff, uh, what some people might call woo-woo, um, and some comedic uh comedic things. So I get kind of the same stuff. I'm not really seeing much of some other forms of entertainment unless it's shared to me. And then I might interact and like it. And then now the algorithm is might might I might get more of that content that was shared to me. And if I interacted with it, right? So again, we're going to pay attention here because sharing and interaction is a huge part of what we are getting back in return. Because see, if someone shares something with you and you're interacting with it, that also plays in, in a role on how, on what is returned to you, what the algorithm is going to show you back. Does that make sense? What the artificial intelligence is set up to send back to you. So even the things that are shared to you by your networks that then you interact with is also impacted, right? of this. So here we go. Good. That was a good, what, almost 10 minutes of me talking about social algorithms, but there is a point to all of this. I am going to show you how just like the algorithms in social media and the internet and all of these platforms are created um, to give you and, and show you more of what it is that you want, okay? Be- because what you want is what you are saying communication wise in this type of system, right? So if you're just like, but I don't want that. Well, you need to check yourself because what is the algorithm is giving you back what you are feeding it, the interactions and, and the, um, comments or shares or whatever you're feeding this system information. So if you're like, well, I don't want that. It's as easy as not engaging and watching slowly being a stalker of other things because it's paying attention to what you're entertaining yourself with, even if you're not interacting. So you have to say, okay, I'm going to take control of what these things feeding me. And how you take control is to not feed and give, you know, these type of interactions, right? So here it is in our lives. You can call it whatever you want, okay? The universe, God, okay? Uh, I believe in God. And whether you're listening here and you're a fellow, you know, God believer or, you know, Christian, um, that we are what I call either spiritually aligned with what we want more of or what is our truths or we're not. And in, in our lives, how we get to um, communicate that is by our, again, spiritual alignment and our energetic alignment um, to what it is that we engage with. Does that make sense? Okay, so let's put, let's put this. If you are entertaining certain things in your life that are not good for you, you are telling, okay, the world, the, the, the people, the energy, the culture, the universe, everything around you, what it is you like and want. It's an energy, okay? So just like an algorithm in social media starts to collect data on what we engage with, that is what is happening in our lives. What we engage with in our lives, 
The entertainment that we are focusing on, okay, is giving us back results in our life. The results we're getting in life are either what we want or don't want. And if it's not what you want, you have to check how much energy you are giving into certain things and areas of your life or things around you. Down to the music you listen to, to the TV shows you watch, to the dramas you watch, to the friends that you hang out with. You are going to be the average of the five people you hang out with, right? That is not my quote. That was someone else's quote. It's what you hear all the time. You can tell someone based on how their friends are, how the people they hang out with. You can tell by the, the way, the entertainment that they watch. You can tell things. So if you are engaging in spiritual and engaging spiritually in a certain sense, that again is feeding whatever you want to call it, feeding the culture, feeding the environment, feeding the people, the universe. You're having a, an exchange of information with the universe. Okay, the spirits like it literally you are a spiritual being. This is why I'm not going to go all deep with you, you know, biblically. But if you look at the Bible verses, it tells you what to have your mind set on what the fruits of the spirits are. If you are in one realm and that realm is not in alignment with truth and discernment and what you were created for and now you have detached and now are entertaining things that were not meant for you, that were not meant for your spirit, you're entertaining things that are not going to spiritually strengthen you, right? You are now engaging in things that are going to bring you more chaos and you think that you have no um, you know, control of it. You're like, why is this stuff happening in my life? Why does this keep popping up? It's it's the moment you have to check yourself. What information am I feeding the world right now? What information am I feeding the universe, the cultures around me, the people around me, the energies around me? Why do these things keep popping up? It's just like the algorithms in social media. You have communicated something out that energetically is feeding it back to you because it's saying, oh, you want more of this. You are fueling something and again, interacting and feeding and information. And I know this is sound, this sound for some of you, if you're not into this type of things and work, um, in research, it sounds crazy to you. You're like, what, what, like, what am I feeding? It's an energy. It's an alignment. It's a frequency. I believe in energy. I believe in vibration. I believe in frequency. I believe the science and the metaphysical aspects of this tied to spirituality. We are constantly reaping what we sow. And it's not always on, you know, people have heard that verse, you reap what you sow, or maybe, you know, a quote, you can call it karma, whatever you want to call it. You will get back what you are sowing. You will get back in life what you are communicating. And we are constantly sowing emotionally, energetically, spiritually every single day with our thoughts, our mind, which is the most powerful thing we have. Our mind is creating emotional things in our body. And then that vibrationally is becoming a field around us, right? So 
Life is like algorithm. If you want things to work for you, it starts with you. How are you aligning with the very things you want? You want more love? You want more abundance? You want more forgiveness? You want more healing? You, it starts with you. It starts with your mind. It starts with how you are being as an energetic being, spiritual energetic being. Are you working through things in you that allow you to align vibrationally to the very things that you want more of in life? So if you are feeding energetically and entertaining certain things in your life that are not for you, that are not healthy for you, you're entertaining all sorts of things, you are communicating to the universe what it is you want more of. You are communicating out, outside of you, all of these things. The people that you are around, we emotionally connect with people. We don't, we, you may not know it. You may not know that consciously, but unconsciously we connect with our traumas. So if you're not doing the work to put yourself in check, to heal from trauma, to heal from a, uh, whatever it is, okay. Abandonment, um, all sorts of shame, guilt, all of the things you're not healing. Whoa. You're going to attract energetically other unhealed things, unhealed people, for, let's just put it that way. You're going to attract the parts of the world that speak to your unhealed parts. So if you are walking around unhealed, you're carrying an energy, you're carrying um, a part of you that then engages in a certain way. And that engagement, how you talk to people, how you treat people, the things that are, that are on your mind that are not supposed to be on your mind, the, the multiple personalities living in your mind that are constantly either in pessimism, anger, resentment, hurt, bitterness, um, unworthiness, all of these deep, deep things. These things are consuming you. You are vibrationally feeding around you and you're interacting socially with people down to the things you're watching, the entertainment you're watching, the music that you're listening to, the people you surround yourself with, the things you buy, the things you consume, whether it's physical consumption, emotional consumption, um, all of it, right? I don't want to go deep, deep into even just like you know, the shame that we, that we feel in our sexualities and, you know, all of the things I talk a lot about shadow work. Um, and most people, again, are not diving deep and unraveling into this, you know, what, what has been affected in our bodies? What traumas are we holding in our bodies unconsciously? How are our nervous systems not balanced, right? And, you know, again, how are our energy centers not balanced? If you study our bodies and you study the, fa the fascia, which is our skin and everything that's in our bodies, we have seven fascia belts and those are tied to what some new age, you know, people would call, um, I hate using the word new age because it's automatically associated with the occult, but um, chakras are also known as energy centers, you know, and it's automatically tied to a new age occult type concept. No, it's not. Our bodies were created perfectly. God created them perfectly. And there is a reason why certain traumas from childhood and in adulthood affect our fascia belts. This is just how our genetic composition was made. This is how the human body was made. Why is it that certain 
manifestations in our body, like certain ailments happen with traumas. It is, it's a science. It's been done. The reason I'm bringing this up is because if we have unhealed parts, if we are not healing with addi- our addictions, our trauma, whether it's abandonment or sexual trauma or abuse, whatever it is, whatever childhood traumas we may have. And when I say trauma, it doesn't mean like it's traumatic, like it was like, you know, you were kept in a cage or, or you know, abused physically or sexually. Like, yes, that to some, but trauma is, it could be it could be anything that traumatically impacted you and brought on something. And if we don't learn to heal from it, our bodies will be affected. When your mind and emotions are affected, we are already energetically vibrating at a certain frequency, at a certain level. And that right there is also feeding what I'm calling the algorithm, right, of life. What you, you want to call it universe, you want to call it spirit, you want to call it whatever, it is communicating a belief. It's communicating a certain way of being out. And then when you believe that, it brings it back to you. You will find more evidence of those things. You will find more people to prove it for you. You will find uh, situations, jobs, opportunities, all sorts of things. And you are basically communicating constantly, energetically with your thoughts and mind and emotions out into the algorithm of the world, out again, people, social, spirit, God, all of it, it's communicating something out, okay, with what you are being, with what you are thinking, mind, body, soul, you are putting in information and the algorithm of life is bringing you back what you have said you want more of, what you value. And it's either going to kill you or destroy you. And so if you want a moment to say, to be reflective and say, what is my life like right now? What, what do I want less of or more of? You are in so much more control on how, what you choose to be in alignment with. And that will determine what life is going to bring you back. I mean, God literally designed it that way. We overcomplicate it. I truly believe that God works through us and in us and is in and lives in us and we are co-creating with God and our job is to know that truth and if we study his truth and we study how life is actually meant to be it will make so much more sense to us on why we keep getting back things we don't want or how we actually are manifesting more healing and abundance because it's just a, it, it's just a matter of communication. Now, I'm not saying that weird and bad things aren't going to happen. But this is the thing. The weird and the bad things will make more sense and will never ever be more powerful than us. Those situations are teaching us and actually creating more strength in us because it is my truth and belief that there is nothing too great for us when we are doing the, the work that God created us to do. When we are in alignment with God's truth and work, we will always have dominion over those things. They will never have dominion over us. Only when we are weak, 
right? Only when we're choosing flesh over the spirit. Only when we're looking for instant gratification. When we stray away from our truths and what we were created for and we get sucked in to what you want to call the flesh and the world and we are not in balance, we're not balanced with who, how we were designed. And so when we stray away from that perfect design and that perfect creation that God created us to be, to that he created us children of God, right? To know the truth, to know how to be spiritually aligned, right? When we do that, we will have more dominion on what happens around our our happens to us because we will be able to speak and be in that discernment and know exactly the truth that we can step into to be able to manage when those situations happen. But see, the repercussions of our lives are from the choices that we make. If we're constantly being in alignment and choosing to do what's wrong and what is not our truth and what is not what was what when we are feeding ourselves what what is not meant for us, okay? When we're eating, again, let's look at it spiritually. When we're feeding our minds and our spirits fruits and food that is not designed for us and we keep entertaining those things, we are living the repercussions of that because of our choices, of what we have aligned with. And we're constantly aligning with something that is either was created for us or not. So when we are in that alignment, again, because we are, we're not supposed to be of this world, we're in this world, but we're not supposed to be of this world. When we are truly in alignment with our creator and what we were created for, which I believe is your desire, because a desire is of God, it's from God, it's of God placed in you. When you get that clarity and you will be in tune and have this amazing discernment and we can go on another episode one day and talk about gut and intuition and how the things that we actually feed ourselves physically is also, you know, messing with our gut intuition and messing with our pineal gland. I can go on and on about all of that. But when we are in alignment, okay, let's keep it simple. When we are in alignment with our truth, which now requires you to actually do the work, right? And being that discernment, you will know how to work the algorithm of life. You will be able to sit and say, I know what I'm supposed to do. I know when I'm trying to take control. I know when I'm trying to instantly gratify myself, like instant gratification. I know that this is the flesh and not the spirit. I know that I'm entertaining something um, that I'm not supposed to be entertaining. You will know. And so then when areas of your life are not solid and they're not strong and you're starting to get more chaos and you're like, why is this stuff happening to me? You have to take responsibility and say, I've allowed these things to happen because I opened the door for these engagements to happen in my life. I engaged with something. I entertained something that I was not supposed to entertain, right? And I allowed other people, going back to the sharing concept, when people share something with you, because people outside of you will also have an influence and impact in your life. But you have to choose to create boundaries for yourself and say, I I know you sent this to me and you're passing my way, just like a post being sent to you or passing your way. But I choose to not engage because it's in the energy and engagement that you're feeding that then feeds the algorithm. And I believe that there's an algorithm in life. That what you choose to entertain, what you choose to feed your body, spirit, and mind with is going to return. You're going to reap what you sow. 
what you are planting in your mind, what you are planting in your body, what you are planting in your spirit, you will reap the repercussions of what you are planting and feeding all of those three areas of your life. So think about how the communication is happening in your life. What am I communicating out to the world? What am I communicating out into the universe? What am I communicating out socially, culturally, friends, and the algorithm? What am I entertaining? What am I engaging with? What shows am I watching? What music am I listening to? What, in, what educational content am I absorbing? How is it feeding my mind? How is it going to grow me and expand me and align me with the truth that I was created for? If you take moments to actually check yourself and take responsibility to say, I have way more power of what is happening to me than I think because I'm constantly going to reap something. And again, I'm not saying that you will live a perfect world and nothing bad will ever happen. You will be in situations. I still believe that the situations were in repercussion of the choices you make. I definitely still do. The choices that you make in friendships, the business opportunities that you take, they're all life lessons. And if things are not happening for you, you have to say, why? What lesson is God teaching me right in this moment? Or better yet, how am I being used as a vessel in this opportunity to show God's goodness, right? Because I truly believe that we are all vessels to show something. And I believe that is why we all play a role in every step in our life, every situation in our life, that we are created to be overcomers. We are created to be the victorious ones and to overcome the trials and tribulations we will face. We're never promised no trials and tribulations, but we're promised to be overcomers of those trials and tribulations and that we are super conquerors. And so that when we are given those challenges and tribulations, that we are to come out on top and strong and victorious to show God's goodness, to show the sovereignty. And that is what I will end with this podcast. I know it started like it was a uh, marketing special on algorithms, but I had to kind of start with that so that you could see the analogy slash metaphor that I want to to really present on how to check yourself, <laughs> you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself. You guys know I always say this, it is, it's something that I live by. I need to constantly check myself. I check my intentions. I check my conversations. Why am I having this conversation with this person? Why am I, why am I making this phone call? Why am I watching this? What drove me here? Checking all synchronicities, right? Like some of you are like, oh, it was in sync. Checking my synchronicities. Does that, is that coming from a good place? Is that coming from a dark place, right? If we're constantly checking ourselves, we're checking the conversations we're having, the entertainment that we're consuming, checking our spirit, our flesh, our egos. My goodness, can we check our egos sometimes, right? Checking our fears and pessimism, checking our anger, checking of the resentment, checking our spirits. If we're constantly checking ourselves, we will do way better to kind of analyze where our life is taking us. And so take a moment to say, be reflective of your life, what has happened, what have you consumed physically, spiritually, Right? food, everything. How are the exercises that you do with your mind, your body, your spirit? Because they're all going to reap something. They're all going to do something 
positive in your life or negative in your life. How you spend your time, how you spend your money, how you spend you know, time feeding your spirit, all of it is all going to create a result in your life. So algorithms of life, how is your algorithm? Is it working for you or not? Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fueled by Gratitude. It is my honor and pleasure to give you a weekly dose of some positivity, uplifting words, and some mindset and lifestyle principles that you can use to transform into your best version. If you loved what you heard today, please share this episode with your friends and make sure to check out my woman mindset group called Mad Women link in the comments in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you next time on another episode.